Welcome to Worldwide Shells episode 40. It's a special episode because it's 40. Um, and, and we're all under 40, I think. So that's also something good. But let's, it's an exciting day. We've had an interesting result. So let's get it going. We've got some of the best guests from all around America and US. And uh, here we go. So first, I'm going to introduce my man. He's back on the pod. We haven't been together for a while. It's my man, Kamal. How are you doing? USA, USA, <laughs> what's going on? It's fucking happy, man. It's been a sick day. Biden's won. Happy to be on with you, my brother. It's been so long. And yeah, I can't wait to talk to you about the thing we love the most, and that is the challenge. Yes, what a what a lovely day. And it's great, it's great to have you back and be back with you again. I love it. Yeah. And alongside him is our smooth talking, low calorie energy drinking, Mr. Mike, who loves that dude how you doing my friend i'm doing fantastic man um you know it was it was a good day today actually there was some i guess there was something that happened but um it slips me now oh yeah chelsea won uh fantastic so yeah i'm doing excellent brother and i'm happy to hear it, my friend and then i'm gonna introduce this guy he's always on with me and it's delightful you cannot have a pod with this guy better stick the flake in him, because he's got 99, 9 and 1 again, followers, and he just won away from that fateful 1,000. It's my guy, the analyst, Mr. Analysis, Matthew Ball. Hello, my friend. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing well, my friend. Well, very well, actually. And, and on that note, guys, oh, I forgot to introduce myself. It's Marv. You can follow me at, at Marvito Dude. You can unfollow me at the same. And let's get it begun. Let's just get it going. Everyone is ready. Follow yep, yep. Matt. <laughs> follow Matt Ball. He is one shy of a thousand. That one is going to go up before this uh, lesson. Before this lesson. Sorry, I'm so used to my job. Before this pod is, <laughs> he's going to have a thousand, and I make that guarantee. So let's get it Thank started. You. Let's talk about the result. We beat Sheffield United four-one. But it was so much more than that. Let's discuss the result firstly. I'm going to kick it into my man, Kamal. Let's hear it. Uh, epic performance, man. I mean, I know I missed the first 30 minutes, but I did watch extended highlights for those 30. Um, but from what I saw onwards, I mean, that was free-flowing football at its finest. And to be without our two supposed best players in Pulisic and Kai Havertz, for that performance to go on, the link-up play, the, the balls in the box... Just the vision, the creativity, absolutely unreal. 4-1, it could have been a lot more. Should have been a lot more, but you can't. I can't find a single negative about the game besides potentially conceding a goal, but that's it. Mike? Third in the table, baby. Um, no, it was great. Um, I think Kamal just really, you know, I'm going to echo his sentiments here. It was great football all around. Um, just a bit of miscommunication or lack thereof on that on the goal that was conceded, but... Um, overall, man, I love the result. And yeah, we did it without, you know, Pulisic, who's arguably our best player, Kai Havertz, who's one of our best players. And yeah, we, we had a great, uh, it was a great time watching that game. Isn't it nice having so many supposed best players now? Oh, um, man. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. Mark. No, 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 it, it absolutely is. Uh, this is a, this is a, this is a great time to be a, a Chelsea football fan, in my opinion. It is. We'll get into that in a little bit. Matt, your opinion. 
Well, it was just a perfect display, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, we didn't get the clean sheet, which for once it's a corner that we haven't had an individual mistake. It's been more just of a team lapse, which people will go, oh, it's another corner conceded. But I think it's it's a different corner that we've not really conceded before. Never really got caught out on the short corners. It's mainly corners actually into the box or people taking long shots from clearances coming out of the ball. So it's good in that respect. But Ziek, oh my word, was absolutely amazing today. <laughs> we will get to it. Um, no, 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 we can't discount luck, can we? We can't discount luck that plays a huge part in some of these goals. I mean, that was a lucky goal. They took it. I mean, yeah, we could have got out to the wing play quicker, but, you know, the shot comes in, it's deflected, and bloody McGoldrick scores his one of the season against us again. Um, and, you know, it happens. I mean, you know, that, I mean, you know, we can't concede zero every single week, can we? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, by the way, Matt's just hit 1,000. Yeah, I promised it. You visualize it and it will come. Oh, yes. Would you like Fantastic. to say a few words to your 1,000 followers, Matt? Well, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd like to shout out at Jonah Howitt for being my 1,000th follower. Whoever you are, thank you very much. And yeah, I just can't believe, like, as I said to you guys before, I had started Twitter literally for the Patreon group chat. Never even thought in January that I'd even get close to a thousand followers ever. And it's not even been a year and I'm already there. So I'm blessed. Congratulations, my friend. Well deserved. And uh, actually, it's a really nice uh, time to actually thank Sadiq for something like that. I joined this Patreon group chat. Never imagined it would be anything like this. Um, if ever there was good value for Patreon, Sadiq is it at Worldwide Chelsea. And I'm not trying to advertise him. It's just, you know, we, we've, I think the Chelsea and, and Twitter experience has just been incredible because of him. So, yeah, thank you to you also, Sadiq. Thanks, and, thanks, thanks. And let's move that on to the next thing. I'm going to uh, go, go back to Matt there because you were the last to speak. Why is this happening, the result? Why, why are we seeing this kind of performance now? Tell me. Well, I, I just think we've had all of our players, well, obviously Havertz and Pulisic are missing, but we've just, everyone's got together, we've found that balance, everyone's just gelling now, and I think Lampard's got what he needed. He To change from 4-2-3-1 to the 4-3-3, and even how we defend in this 4-3-3, where we swap between the 4-3-3 and the 4-4-2 when defending, it just is working even Sheffield United, they tried to come out right at the beginning, really trying to pressure us, pepper us. But in that first two, three minutes, yeah, they were quite, they were putting pressure on our defence. But there was no point you were like, they're going to score. It was just, we kept them back, but then they can, they put, they fouled Werner and then we started on doing our thing. So I think it's just a mixture of formation, players coming back and just general gelling of the new players. Absolutely. Mike? Yeah, um, to piggyback on what um, what Matt just said, I think that's absolutely the case. I think there's also a um, a calmness in that back line that certainly has lended itself to uh, some success that we've had, especially when it comes to um, putting more um, putting more numbers in that win column. Um, and, and, and we have got the best goal differential in the league right now. Um, so that certainly speaks to the way that the defenders have been playing. The uh, partnership between Silva and Zuma is is starting to really click. 
Um, and then having that wall back there um, has been nothing, nothing short of phenomenal in my opinion. Yeah. I really like that dude. <laughs> Cabal. Um, I think it's a mixture of a few things that both Matt and Mike said. It's to me, it's personnel for sure. You know, you finally got the personnel to finish the chances because you look at last season and what we were top two, three in the league at chances created. You know, all that kind of stuff like balls in the box, and we just yep. weren't able to finish them. So now we've got the personnel to actually finish these chances. So hence why we're top scorers in the league as of right now. Um, personnel at the back, you know, Thiago Silva, Edu Mendy. Two players who have just come in, solidified everything, made things a lot calmer. Massive shout out to Ben Chilwell as well. You know, solidified that left back spot for the next ten years. Hopefully, he's just come slot in and been easily the best left back in the league as of right now. I can't think. You know, Robertson hasn't done anything as of yet. So personnel. Frank Lampard's finally got the guys he wanted, and it's evident that you know he wanted these guys for a reason. And now you're, we're starting to reap the rewards, and hopefully we can just keep this going. Absolutely. Great points from all of you. And I think if you remember back to our summer pods when we first started the, the pod up, I remember specifically saying, well, I will also admit I get some of the things wrong as well. But I remember saying that with that created chances, um, I said, you know, when we with the signing of Werner and Ziyech, I think we should be able to pass Liverpool in that aspect. And it does appear like that's happening. We're scoring more goals than them, uh, you know. Uh, so, you know, maybe without that blip at an early point, we could actually be winning here and I think we've got the chance to I'm not saying we have to but I think the chance is there I will say though that I'm not a complete Nostradamus I remember saying that Kai Harvards was flavor of the month signing and then we actually did sign him so (laughs) Um, but I'm going to transition that over to another point now Um, because I I was really happy with the performance and one of the first times in ages I've come out thinking wow I'm really buzzing about it and I'm so excited I'm like like that wasp where it picks up a couple of bits of honey I don't even know if wasps really do that but let's move on who in the was under a seven out of ten? Come out. Under? Ah, I don't think you can say anyone. Um, going through the team, I don't think. Uh, no, I can't. No, I, I'm not going to do it. I can't put anyone under seven out of ten. I can't. Me, me neither, Mike. Yeah, I, I can't. For I can't. I couldn't begin to think about that myself. Um, I'm just thrilled with the way the team as a whole played. Um, it was. It was great. Matt. I mean, if I was going to be really harsh, you could say uh, Giroud's five-minute cameo probably wasn't a seven out of ten. But <laughs> there's always one. There's always one sitting. But, always but no, I'll, I'll I'll give I'll give it I'll give him a seven as well, just because he's got a great beard. So. <laughs> but good point, and um, that's what I wanted to ask you guys about because for me. I was trying to, I was thinking about, and I posted something on Twitter, we will get to that point anyway, but I was thinking, because somebody mentioned, oh yeah, and Kai Havertz wasn't even playing, and I just thought, oh yeah, Kai Havertz plays for us, and he's been one of our best players as well, which just made me think, in this game, everyone was unbelievably, uh, at such a great level, I couldn't even think of one player that was below a seven, not one, and, and that's to everyone, you know, I was thinking, you know, Chilwell scored a goal. Uh, obviously, Ziyech, you know, he'd done his thing. Even Kovac, Kovacic had a great game. Uh, Kante, a uh, great game. He, I mean, there was that one where he left his man a little bit, which I heard people some people mentioning, but he actually saved us a problem. I can't remember who it was, but someone passed it directly into the centre for Sheffield to counter, and he was there within a second, and he got it back. Um, everyone there, I think it was fantastic. Thiago, uh, Reese James again. Uh, just 
what Timo, even though he missed that touch, you know, he was always there. And his effort off the ball is another thing. Mason Mount, fantastic. And I'm just going to come back in now with you guys. Where does this performance rank in terms of Chelsea performances for you guys in the last couple of years? And I'm going to start with Matt. Um, I'd say it's probably one of the best under Lampard, if not the best. Um, and probably better than any Sari performance, if I'm honest, because there wasn't that many good ones from there i'd say obviously the europa league was probably the final was probably better than this one but it was just the fact that i know sheffield united are bottom of the table right now but they are they're no mugs they as there was a stat that they no one's uh, scored more than two goals against them this season and they have played arsenal manchester yeah. city and liverpool and then yet yeah, we made it look quite easy so i think it's a very good result and it's just it's just if everything we wanted to see was on there, even though, as you said, we're missing Havert and Pulisic and Billy Gilmore, not Billy, Bill, uh, Billy Gilmore, not to forget him. Yeah, and, and Mike. No, I, 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 I mean, and maybe it's just recency bias here for me, but I can't think of a better performance. Maybe the maybe the Pulisic hat trick, but uh, but that's because, you know, that's my that's my guy. That's that's a lot of people's guys, by the way. Um, but no, I think, um, I think with this performance here, we went down a goal, um, and it would have been easy for any, any fan, um, to, to think, well, that's it. I mean, we're, we're lucky to, we're lucky to draw at this point, considering, you know, what Sheffield is, you know, would like to do is basically at that point, you know, make it very congested and make it very difficult to score and, and, and even equalize or even get two goals. So, um, and like to what Matt said, you know, nobody had scored more than two goals against them. So um, this was a, this was a great performance, man. Absolutely. And Kamal. Uh, that's a tough question. Cause you know, definitely like Matt said, it's probably easily the best under Frank. Um, best under Sari, Yeah, probably two um, besides the Europa league final. And I saw what you posted earlier, like, this is probably the best performance that I can remember overall since Antonio Conte, um, I think it was the 5-0 against Everton. Um, yeah, so this is, this is right up there. In recent years, it's, it definitely is, just in terms of, I know we conceded one, so that kind of throws things off balance, but in terms of complete dominance, besides the goal conceded, we were, we were unreal. Just with the chances created, Ziyech alone created six. So, you know, just... Exactly. Exactly. So he alone was created six. The team created so much. Just complete dominance from beginning to end. That goal was complete fluke against us. So yeah, this is right, right up there. I don't know if it's the very best in recent years, but it's definitely right up there. Now, I'm going to put my sunglasses on for a second. Do you know why? Because it's shades of Everton. <laughs> and uh, for me, it was similar. Yeah, I mentioned that because I remember watching that Everton game and City drew, I believe, that same day. I was in Birmingham that day. They drew in the last minute. And that was one of the points I thought we can win the league. And, 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 and a couple of about, about four or five weeks ago, we were in 10th like we were the season before. And the way we played that day was just incredible. It was pacey. It was full of power. Energy was great. Hazard was on it players everyone was above seven and this game today actually reminded me of that 
and uh, just kind of add a little bit more on that and I'm going to segue into the next point but I thought the performance was absolutely freaking awesome I come out with goosebumps I wanted to watch the game again and I haven't had that feeling for a while you know I'm frust- was frustrated a little bit early on in the season but you know sometimes we've got to not be so reactionary I do suffer from being a, react- a reactionary fan and I'm sure a lot of people do um, and in this case I mean everyone I'm thinking even now think about Tammy I didn't even mention Tammy who I've criticised before. I mean, his goal, his play, his hold-up, and he's really earned his spot in the team. And and another thing Mike said there, Pulisic, it's his guy, it's my guy, it's my favourite player in the team at the moment. He wasn't even playing. So imagine we've got him and Havertz to come back as well. I mean, this could be a serious... And like I thought when we made all those signings, this could be a serious team. Really could be a serious team, I think. And I'm going to come back to the next point, and we cannot ignore this. The performance of Ziek. I've titled it Ziek is the best player ever. Thoughts, Matt? <laughs> uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I think the minute we signed him, I, I looked at him and thought, wow, this is going to be a player that's really going to change Chelsea. And a lot of people go, well, there's a lot of, we had a lot of trouble with defence. We have a lot of trouble in goal, defensive midfielder. But Ziek is that player for us to counter anyone that wants to play a low block. The amount of times last season, and especially under Sari as well, that we struggled every time for low block, whether it was Burnley, Bournemouth, West Brom, anyone that wants to play a low block, any of these relegation fodders that just try and stay in the Premier League. But Ziyech, he's just he has defence splitting balls every single time. I think he missed he missed one pass where he was trying to be a bit too audacious, but that's the beauty of him. He's so audacious and normally nine out of ten times he gets it right. And I mean, today he completely blew Stamford Bridge apart. It was brilliant. And he's going to carry on just like he did at Wrens. And I think he's going he's gonna to be the, in my opinion, I don't see how he can't be the best signing we've signed this summer, especially value for money. Amazing. Amazing point. Come out. Just to piggyback on Matt's best signing of the summer, um, value for money. Come on, it's got to be Thiago Silva for free, mate. But <laughs> I mean, to 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 follow up, like Ziyech has been just uh, unreal, and we kind of expected this. I know most of us did anyway in the group. And what did I say, man? Left-footed players at Chelsea just ball. They're just so fucking good. And you know, Robin Duff Mata. You know, now Chilwell is one of our best players too, and. Left-footed players, excuse me? Getting chills. Getting chills. Maluda too. Like All of these left-footed players just come to Chelsea and just do the business. And Ziyech has that thing about him. He doesn't care if he messes up a pass. He's just going to keep going and he'll get it right. He's got that cockiness about him. He's got that arrogance about him. And it's just everything I love about a player when he's got that supreme confidence. And now he's bringing it to the team. It's just infectious. So, yeah, he's just absolutely fantastic. Six chances created alone. I mean, that's just unheard of. Just absolutely ridiculous. And I can't wait to see him in full flow because he's not even in full flow yet. Incredible. That heel flick back. to Anyway, I'm going to come in myself afterwards. Mike? Yeah, I mean, there's certainly an argument to be made that he is the best value for money. Um, Tiago Silva, same thing. Uh, Mendy, uh, we got him pretty pretty cheap as well. Um, so, but no, uh, with with... With Ziyech, I, I think it's just, you know, he's left-footed. He plays on the right. He's the perfect complement 
to to somebody like Pulisic that's going to be playing on the left side. Um, that's just it, it's it it's going to be it's going to be headaches galore for other teams for years to come if they stay healthy and they can be on the pitch at the same time for a full season or even for the bulk of a season for that matter because it it's just pick your poison at this point. Do you are you are you really just going to say hey look we're we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and and shade somebody over to Polisic and, and allow this man to run free? Um, this was a this was a textbook example of what happens if you do not you know mark this man and and continue to you know do that throughout the throughout the pitch because he he's just so good and um, I'm glad that we're getting to see that quality. I know there were people that were. Um, Trying to compare him to Bruno Fernandez, I don't ever want to hear that again. They're they're not the same. They are not the same. One of them is one of them is an animal. The other one is a is a penalty merchant. <laughs> Some absolutely fascinating points on Ziesh there, and I think um, you're all pretty much right. Uh, you've jumped ahead a little bit in my schedule though, because the best signing was on the list, so we'll go straight to that after. But yeah, I mean. <clears throat> I would be, I mean, I got a text for some other famous person you all love um, today saying about Ziek being art, as it were. Um, Ziek, I think he's absolutely fantastic. And, and this, I mean, I was a fan of the signing, although I didn't think he would be a winger. So I'm, even, I'm actually very much surprised at that. But the price we paid for him is incredible. Left-footed, and, and the fact, yeah, I, I think I posted, even, this was before the masterclass had happened. I mean, he'd created one goal at the time. But it's, he misses some of those passes, but it doesn't phase him. That's one thing I'm really impressed with. He misses one, but it always eventually comes good. Um, for me, the, the, the sad one is the one that didn't go, the one for Timo that he played over, literally, literally no one could see, and he just whoosh, straight over the top, and Werner sadly missed the chance. But what a ball. The, the, the free kick for Thiago Silva, I mean, that was absolutely just unbelievable. In my opinion, I've not been this excited watching a play. Well, I, I lie because every time Christian played last season, I was excited. And having both of them in the team is fantastic. And, and I'm even warming now to Timo White because today he was fantastic. He's so selfless when he plays. But as far as Ziyech went, I mean, this is an unbelievable performance. If we see stuff like this, he could even win player of the season. Uh, I mean, in, in the whole Premier League. The Fernandes... Comparisons are quite interesting because I think he's also a good player, but he's nowhere near Ziyech, nowhere near him. And anyone saying otherwise just doesn't know football. Um, let's shift that over to best signing of the summer. Uh, I'm aware there's a few kind of differing opinions. Um, I'm going to start with you this time, Kamal. Who's the signing of the summer? Signing of the summer is tough because it's hard to judge based on value as well. Um, I don't know if we're going to factor in value, but if we are, then for me, it's just, it has to be Thiago Silva. Just a free transfer for one of the best centre-backs on the planet. I mean, come on. I know he's 36. I know he's knocking on. But he's just already shown how good he is. You know, he's the calmness at the back. The, you know, the leadership he's showing. He's already elevated the defence already. You know, like, Zuma's playing out of his mind. You know, Chilwell looks fine defensively. Reese James isn't making as many mistakes as he did beginning of the season because he was kind of sketchy at the beginning if you remember and you know him he, he's just made things so much easier for us uh, i'm gonna give a shout out to eddie mendy as well because you know i think no one on this pod defends Kepa anymore you know we, we respect the guy and thank him for what he's done but his struggles are just too far gone and you know mendy's just come in and been 
an absolutely astonishing keeper. I didn't expect him to be this good. And I know he hasn't really had much to do, but you know, he, he saves he saves shots. And that's something Kepa never did. But overall, to answer your overall question, it's Thiago Silva for me. Matt. Um it it's hard really because it depends on you as a fan and what you think is the most what was the whole in Chelsea. For me, I do think Ziyech is going to be our sign of the summer, but it's so hard because we have we haven't got a signing that looks like he's gonna fail yet. Obviously we've still got a lot of the season to go. And I imagine I predict one player will drop off at some point in the season. We'll start getting a bit frustrated with a player, but with no this is crazy in transfers. You don't get so many signings for all of them just to suddenly work like they are and it's brilliant. I think, in my opinion, I think Ziyech will be, but anyone who says Thiago Silva or Eduard Mendy as well, I mean, you're not, I'm not going to complain because they are also very good and very vital for the team. And you, Mike? Yeah, for me, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, I mean, and I'm not, I don't think I'm just daring to be different here. I've, I've got, and I think I've made this known on several occasions. I do have a unhealthy obsession with goalkeepers. Um, so for me, it's, it's Edward Mindy. Um, just because like the guy has come in, um, and is instilled, and, and maybe that's, that's a credit to Tiago Silva as well, but he's instilled a certain calmness on that back line that we have, we have been lacking. And I think it's, I, I think you're also seeing the the back four as well trust that they have somebody back there that is going to come out and is going to claim a ball is is willing to and and I even think one of the commentators for for NBC had mentioned it's like even when the even when Sheffield United was you know trying to come in for a cross and when they would see Mindy come they would sort of pull up um, they're they're not ready for that um, and this is he's a guy man that I know that it's um, He's 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 what twenty eight I think, yeah. Um, so he's he could have a pretty decent life uh, shelf life here with uh, with with Chelsea, and I think it's a, I think it's a it's a fantastic signing, and it was I mean for all intents and purposes I he's made me forget about that guy at Burnley, <laughs> Mister Pope. Um, but again, uh, that's a brilliant point. I think it was Kamal said he didn't have too much to do, uh, but there was one incident where. It, it looked like he'd, he'd missed a cross, um, but actually he touched it away from, uh, and, and you know, if that's Kepper and I don't want to spend time, uh, you know, insulting Kepper, um, he would have got into no man's land. That's an Ollie McBurney headed goal and it's two, two or three, two, and we are in trouble. Um, right. I have to say, I mean, the, the, you know, the money we've spent on him at the moment, he looks absolutely freaking incredible. I'm not even going to lie. I'd never even heard of him before we were linked to him. And, and it just got to show whoever, whoever scouted. Same, same, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's incredible. I think, and, and what a what a keeper he is. What a keeper. I mean, against Wren, when we made all those substitutions, we kind of fell apart a little bit. And, and again, he's there making a save. I think it's absolutely brilliant. And what a lovely position to be in, where you're thinking about all the players you've signed. And, and you're trying to think, wait, who's the worst signing? Is it is it Chilwell? No, he scored. How many goals has Chilwell scored? Like you just solidified that position. Thiago Silva, he's got to be top five in the world in his position. I'm not having that. There's a centre back better than him right now in the Premier League. I mean, there's an argument for Laporte. Van Dijk's injured, 
So, you know, I mean, I, I, I mean, who is better than Thiago Silva? We got him for free. He might be 36. He doesn't look it at this point. Ziyech, Timo Werner, even Kai Havertz we haven't even talked about today. I mean, this, this is a real, this is the first time uh, it looks like we could have a serious team. And if not winning the league this season, I mean, uh, next season we could seriously dominate. And, uh, you know, you saw Mbappe's Instagram saying something. Mm, don't, don't, don't do it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know what you're thinking. That's it. Well, I'm thinking basically Werner, uh, you know, is going to compete with him for the wing next week. <laughs> <laughs> But no, um, you know, it's nice to have some optimism and not go in there complaining about why we've let goals in. Um, we, we discussed in, in so many pods last season near the end of it what the biggest issues were. For me, the biggest issue was the goalkeeper. The second one was Andreas Christensen and the third one was midfield defending. And I'm just so happy to see that at the moment we're kind of rectifying those issues. I think it's so positive from us to actually look like... I've got a question a... for you, Matt. It's fantastic, my friend. Question. Oh, yes, go ahead. Don't mind. I've got a question for you. If, you, if we sign Declan Rice in January, are we winning the league? I'm going to say we're going to win the league anyway. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. I would love Declan. I think he can play in multiple positions and it really helps when we have injuries. What about you lot? Uh, well, I don't, I don't think we're signing Declan, so... No, uh, no, just hypotheticals. Obviously, because if we just say for shits and giggles, we sign him in in January. Oh, do we win? Do we win the league this year? I mean, it would be a tragedy if we didn't. All right. So you're saying yes, or you're just saying no? Like yes. Yes, we would. We, we would. We, would. <laughs> we, 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 ha- we would have to. Right, fair enough. And Mike. Yeah, it's it's way too it's it's way too early. But I mean, we're one point away um, from being in first, and having adding somebody of that skill set. Um, and I was talking to, to Trey Wolf about this, uh, earlier and, you know, we, we had a conversation about, you know, Rice or Ampadu or whatever. And, uh, but yeah, if we, if we sign somebody like Rice in January, it's a wrap. Um, I don't even know why we would go on playing for the rest of the season. <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> Do you know, sorry, we, sorry, both. Carry on. no, no, I love it. The discussion makes this pod what it is. And I think that this is again very, very good points about, you know, if we got Rice and then, you know, I think, I mean, I, I usually, I'm very reactionary, I expect to win all the time. But, you know, if we did the worst scenario that we came third or, or second, which I don't want, I want us to win. But, you know, again, I think there's no limit to what we can do in the next season after this. If we're able to replicate performances like today and the overall age of the team, looking at what they can do, some of these players. And I'm going to, is amazing. And I'm going to shift that over now, actually. So, Chilwell and Reese James, I think we need to talk about them. I think both of them have been absolutely incredible. And I think I'm, even then I'm understating it. Matt? I mean, yeah, that they're solving the, one of the issues that we had over many years of having Alonso and Emerson on the left being absolutely useless. And every time we played a team, they'd always target that left side because you'd have Alonso and Emerson... And then you'd probably have Andreas Christensen on that left side as well, just to make it calamity. Um, so it's so happy to see not just one attacking fullback now, but two. And they just work so well together. They know when one goes up, one goes back. When the other one goes up, the other one stays back. And it's it's brilliant to see. And I think it's not just um, how they play. It's how they link up with the likes of Pulisic, Werner on the left for Chilwell, 
and then Ziyech on the right for James. Like I was watching James and Ziyech link up today, and even Kovacic coming into it as well, and it was just beautiful to see. It really just made me so happy. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Hey, Kamal? Um, I think it's time to have the conversation that they're the best fullback tandem in the league. Um, Robertson, you know, Robertson and Trent, they've been up there for sure. But Trent has always been suspect defensively. And I kind of had those kind of questions about Reese at the beginning of the season. But he he shored that side of his game up. And if he continues how he's going, he's England's number one right back. But England's already number one left back. They're both young, both improving. So, yeah, I think they're just easily by far. I can't name... One, all right, potentially you could say Robertson, but who's a better left back than Chilwell and Robertson? There's, there isn't one. Who's a better right back than Dan Reese? And you possibly say Trent because of his offensive duties, but defensively, I don't put him ahead of Reese. So, overall game, yeah, Reese. So, best fullback tandem in the league. There's nothing more to say about that. They're just absolute beasts. And, you know, we all kind of had slight questions on Chilwell, but, you know, we all kind of agreed if the price was right. And yeah. the price has been right, and we got him in, and he's sh- he's showing everyone up. You know, he's been absolutely flawless since he's come in. And if I'm talking goals and assists and chances created, I think he's, if not our top, but he's in the top two or three. So yeah, you can't you have can't have any complaints about these two. Definitely not, Matt. Uh, Mike, sorry. No man, uh, Reese James, uh, what a dude. Uh, Felix Project, right? I mean, the guy is just, I mean, out off the pitch as well, a phenomenal human being. Uh, Chilwell basically fills that void too that uh, Michi left of being sort of like the prankster and and I just I love the camaraderie that those two have with the with the rest of the squad as well like it's uh they're and but their work rate too on the pitch it, it's it's outstanding man like they lose a ball they're not just you know they're not walking back you know they're trying to get it back and they're trying to they're 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 going back to defend. And uh, yeah, and like there's there. What what else could I say um, that hasn't already been said on this pod about what they what they offer? You know, for us attacking wise as well. I mean, it's they've they've all they both scored goals this season. Um, so yeah, um, arguably Reese James has may have the goal this season thus far. I mean, it's we've got uh, we've got a hell of a, a a pair back there. Absolutely. I think uh, definitely a a discussion must be had. I mean, Robertson and Trent were there. I think Trent's, uh, you know, his his feet are fantastic to put balls in and stuff like that. But yeah, defensively, they're not fantastic. They needed Van Dyke for that. And I think like now we got to they got to look out because Chilwell and Reese are looking amazing. And maybe it's I've got another question to put to you to all three of you. Is it the golden hair of Reese James? That's a great it's a, question. Oh, that's a that's a that's a that's a lion's mane, sir. <laughs> there you go. I love that. There you go. I've got nothing else to say apart from that. Lions mane, Chelsea blue, yep. Chelsea crest. We're the lions. Yep, I love that. Nothing else to say for me. <laughs> well, he is the pride of oh, the right. Oh, there we go. There uh, you go. You did it. Okay, I'm just going to skip that over to the next point because um, I think they've both been absolutely fantastic. We we got to give respect to them and that's also to say we still got Aspilicueta to come in so you know it's nice to see you know we're not limited I, I liked Marcus Alonso but it would be nice to know that Aspi can fill in and not have to worry about using Emerson <laughs> that's for, for certain um, my next question to you guys and this is to all of you who want to come in first what can this team do this season tell me 
I'll let one of them take it. Oh no, no, we we can win it. Uh, we can we can. I mean, we can, can. Not only can we we can not only can we win the league, but we can de- we could we could conceivably contend for you know the the, the Champions League as well. Um, I I don't see why that's that's out of the realm of you know probability at this point, considering the way that this team is starting to gel. Um, you're you're not. You know, I, I would put us right there with with Bayern Munich. Um, in term, I, I would say on our best day and their best day, we're there. There isn't much of an issue. Maybe, maybe a negligible difference in in goalkeeping. Um, you know, with uh, Manuel Neuer back there, but um, you know, Alfonso Davies is is a crazy talent. But I would, I would put us right in that conversation with with the with the Liverpool's with with. Um, with Bayern Munich, with with any of those other other teams out there that are you know of of the same quality at this point, I I don't see, you know, with, with our best our best eleven out there, like we've got an opportunity to really do something special right now, not not a project in the in the making here. We got a we got an opportunity to do something special now, and we should really seize that opportunity. Matt, well. Um... Mike kind of stole what I was going to say. Um, I want to stick. I think in terms of the league, I think we will challenge for the league. I don't think we'll quite win it, but we'll be there or thereabouts towards the end of the season. Um, I'd like a trophy. So I think we need to win the FA Cup. And I think just because of the way our team's going to gel, Havertz, he's always been a player that first half of the season, he's a bit okay bit average people question him and then the second half of the season he absolutely tears shit up i think we're going to get to the final of the champions league and i'll stick my neck on the line Uh, we may may, may not win it but i i can just it's it's going to be something like a bayern munich uh uh, no sorry but barcelona or liverpool in the semi-final kai havertz past timo Werner. Werner goes back to Havertz, and Havertz slots it in the bottom corner to win us the match and takes the final. Uh, Do you know what? I've got to check my bank account really quick. One sec. I'm just checking to see if the dream you've sold me is cashed in. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I think I love the optimism. It's so nice to feel like this. So nice. Kamal, you come. Tell me something. I'm going to bring you back to Earth a little no. bit. <laughs> no. <laughs> Champions League, it's, I mean, that's saying, to be fair, I understand what Mike's saying on our best day, but Bayern Munich are just a level above, man. I have to say it, like, they are just easily one of the best teams of, I've seen in recent times. Just They're just a fine-tuned machine, and I don't think these guys have the experience just yet to compete on that level. Um but there's a chance, I can see why we're so optimistic, because this is, you know, COVID times. So there's a chance that, you know, not everyone's at their best. As for the league, yeah, I mean, we can absolutely compete. I mean, what, if we had beaten West Brom, we're top. If we had beaten Southampton, we're top. If we had beaten Man United, we're top. So those three games you take into, you know, you take with a grain of salt. So we, we should absolutely be top of the league right now. And we shouldn't, you know, we should just be like, okay, competing for the league is something we kind of, hoped for but now we can actually see it's becoming a reality and i'm sure lampard's gonna play it down and say no nah, you know we're not there yet but no he secretly knows like you know we've got the personnel to get this done and liverpool losing van dyke 
I mean, they're not going to admit it. Liverpool fans won't admit it, but that is a huge, huge loss. So I can absolutely see us competing for the league. Man City don't look great. Man United look absolutely god-awful. And yeah, I don't think anyone else can compete with us right now. So winning the league for sure. Champions League is another, that's another story, but semi-finals at least I'd like to see. Absolutely fantastic from you all. I've got a few things to follow up on there. Um, and I definitely, you know, I always want to win the Champions League. No, I, I mean, to see Frank Lampard be the manager and win that and see players that I really like in this current team lift that would be the best. And um, I think it's really amazing there. Uh, one thing that Matt mentioned before, that Havertz normally starts the season quite slow. Um, I actually remember last season, uh, there was a big thing that Leverkusen fans were actually blaming him for the team's performance in the early stage of the season. Does anyone remember that? Yeah, I remember that quite um, clearly. There was like Leverkusen were doing really terrible at the start and then Havertz was the main man being blamed. And that's where I kind of like, I remember Man United were linked with him, and I was like, oh, he's not really that great. I prefer Sancho. And then, obviously, he, after lockdown, he decided to tear shit up. So, I mean, there's room for Sancho if he wants to be a bench warmer here, I think. Yeah, okay. yeah he, can, he, he, can, he can sit on the bench with Cho, it's all right. Cho We've needs nobody on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Sancho right there, isn't it? Oh, no, please don't start that again. Um, <laughs> the fact that we ended up with much better players is, is very positive. Um, but no, I mean, respect to though, and hopefully Cho hits the level. I mean, I don't believe you will, but I really hope that he does because it's whatever's best for the team. And, and also, you know, I want the team to win. Um, that's really interesting, though. I want to ask another thing because those results, I was furious when we drew to Southampton. I was furious, even though we got it back to 3-3 with Ras Brom. I was furious about Sevilla 0-0. I was furious with the Man United 0-0. But actually, four points, not zero. Last season, that would have been zero, right? Mm, yep. What do you guys think? Is it, are they good results in hindsight now? What do you think? Come out. Uh, yeah, so in hindsight, you can still say no, because being 3 deal down to West Brom is an absolute farce. So there's yeah. no way we should, we should accept that. Um, conceding three goals to Southampton at home... Again, I understand they're top of the league, but let's be real. I mean, it's it's not oh. something you should you should you should be okay with. And Manchester United, I mean, look, let's look at the teams they've lost to at home: Palace, Arsenal, Tottenham, and we're the only ones that didn't get it done. And we kind of set up, for, in my opinion, we didn't set up that game to win. We were just content with the draw. So if we had been a little bit more ambitious, maybe we win that game. West Brom is the one I'm not accepting. If I have to, you know, be be fair. West Brom's that we no, that's the one. They're bottom of the league for a reason. They're absolute crap. So yeah. we sh we should have won that game easily. But you are right. You know these games last year we absolutely lose and crumble. So you are you do take it and you say okay, fair enough. We got some points out of them. But yeah, you know yeah, as a fan, you, you I still can't take those unfortunately. Yep. Okay. Valid. I, I will give you another bit at the end to see what uh, if if the the thinking is okay, Mike. Yeah, I think uh, with the benefit of even with the benefit of hindsight here, I, I I think we we those are those are acceptable. I understand what Kamal's saying though. Um, you don't you don't draw against a team like West Brom. You you beat the daylights out of them, and that's something that we should have done. Um, granted, we battled back, got it to be uh, equal, but um, this is one where the this is one where, yeah, you'd love to, you'd love to have to have gone back and beat the 
beat them, you know, what, 4-0, 5-0, whatever. That being said, um, yeah, we we totally we totally lose those games last year. Um, and it's a credit to uh, Frank's adjustments uh, in the middle of the season thus far that have, that have gotten us to a point to where we're one point away from the top of the table. We've got the best goal differential. We've got 20, 20 goals for, 10 against. That's insane. Uh, considering we were at a minus last year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Fantastic, really. Fantastic. Uh, Matt, your thoughts? Um, well, I remember in the aftermath of each game, there was a lot of um, what I would call reactionary opinions from a lot of people. Um, Myself included. Myself included, yeah. Um, and I... At the time, I was frustrated, don't get me wrong, and it's, as Kamal said, it's not, in a normal circumstance, it's not acceptable at all to be losing, drawing to West Brom, drawing to um, Southampton, or even drawing to Man United in this state, because Man United are in a state, I mean, they lost to fucking Istanbul, whatever their name is, that, that is just unforgivable. Shout out Denver Bar. Denver oh, Denver Bar, what a beautiful man. He gave it a jumbo ball. <laughs> and just, just, just to see him run past Matic like that was quite interesting <laughs> as well. But um, I always, what always was in my thought when we finished the game, I was frustrated, but I knew this was going to happen. I said this in the summer, we were going to start off slow, we were going to have results that we weren't going to be happy with. And I knew people were going to question Lampard straight away because it's the easiest thing to do. But it's just... The idea that we knew this was going to take time to gel. We've signed a lot of players. We haven't had a preseason, which I know people are going to go, oh, but everyone else hasn't had a preseason. Yes, but everyone else hasn't signed six or seven players Valid. that are all starting at the same time. And some players are injured as well. So you're having to rely on more players than you should. And let's be honest, once we've, once we've had all our players in, we haven't had a poor result, really. I mean, you could argue. Um, Manchester United was near enough the full team, but we were still trying to find our balance and we were still missing some players in terms of Ziyech was not were near fully fit at that time. Pulisic was still trying to get back into it. So I think now from now on, after this international break, it's time to judge. And I'm really interested to see Pulisic back, Havertz back, and particularly how Billy Gilmore fits in this team because I think he's still got a massive role to play. I get the feeling it might be the end of Jorginho for a while. Uh, oh, I yeah. I, I think Jorginho's done because I think Billy plays um, back up to Kante and I think even Billy can play for, forward as well. So yeah, I think... Not... Sorry, continue, continue. I think this could be a bit um, controversial for the performance he had today, but I think it could, be a, it could spell near enough the end for Kovacic as well. The way Billy is so um, versatile at his age and where he could fit in. Okay, I, I'm an interesting point because I think we, we say that a lot and I agreed with it as well. But I think that one thing, um, one thing that we say about that is um, I think we don't anticipate enough the need for players to come off the bench. And I think Kovacic is perfect for that kind of thing. Um, I mean, maybe he's not the starter that we need, but I think in terms of a squad game, I think he's one of the better squad players you could get in a team. And I know we're kind of, we're kind of done 
kind of signing those types of players. But I think it is something we can think about. And uh, I have to admit, lots of things that you've all said there were really, really uh, good points. And I just want to add something to the fire before we finish this wonderful pod today. If you replace West Brom, even though, I mean, that was a terrible result. You replace West Brom with Bournemouth, who we lost to twice last season. Then it appears like a slightly nicer result. Man United game, I mean, they're not great anymore, but that was away, right? I mean, that was away. It wasn't a home game. I, I mean, I'll be, it was away, right? Just checking. It was, right? Yeah, it was away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, we can't make excuses. I mean, the Southampton one was a bad result. But even when we won the league, we lost at home to Crystal Palace. Or we lost one game of Palace, didn't we? I remember that. Um, so I think we're still there. And, and before we finish, just for some added optimism, our next games are Newcastle, Wren, Tottenham, Sevilla, Leeds and Krasnodar. How many of those do we win? Final question for you all. Jump in. Oh, that's tough because Newcastle give us problems all the time, and Newcastle are away specifically. So I can see us drawing that. I can see us beating Tottenham, of course, because we're at home in that. Ren will win, Krasnodar will win, and Leeds will win. Yeah, so I, I'm going to say all of them wins besides one, and we'll, the one will be Newcastle as a draw. Just my guess. Interesting, Mike. It's gonna be a sweep, big dog. Um, we're, we're yeah, we're we're riding this train. Uh, this uh, this Chelsea blue wave is uh, is just about to get started. Hope you've got and, your uh, third off rail car. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. And finally, Matt, before we close it out today, uh, I think Newcastle will win. Rennes will win. Sevilla will win. Tottenham will absolutely batter them. But I do think people are underestimating the Leeds rivalry. And I think, especially after playing Tottenham and having that big rivalry that sucks the energy out of you, I think we will drop points at Leeds and draw. But that's the only draw I think we'll have. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say I'm accepting all of that as six wins. Thanks, guys, for all saying the same thing. (laughs) wins and on that note it's been a beautiful day everything is you know everything is right with the world let's get us to top it's been brilliant for episode 40 i hope you've all enjoyed it thank you matt mike and kamal i appreciate thank you very much usa (laughs) you've all been absolutely wonderful see you later guys have a great day nice